Welcome to the Diary of a Ghost Hunter podcast with your frightfully good hosts and paranormal investigators, Anne and Renata. Join the chaos weekly as we tell you what has inspired us, what cases we're investigating, what is driving us round the twist, and the true horror of what goes on in the background of being a ghost hunter. This is a Frightfully Good production. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And welcome to another episode of Diary of a Ghost Hunter with your hosts, Anne Rekovich and Renata Daniel. And on this week's episode, we're going to be looking at the results of our brand new tour, The Residence. We're also going to be exploring what is the perceptions of somebody who is coming on a ghost tour and what they should expect. We're also going to be looking at bad reviews. How do you handle bad reviews when you're running a business in the paranormal field? And in our last thing we're going to be looking at, what happens if you have someone comes on your tour who is a psychic and goes, there are no ghosts here, you've got it wrong. All that and more on this week's episode. Hey, Anne. Hi, Renata. <laughs> wow, jam-packed episode. Oh, jam, jam. Oh, so many triggers. Strawberry, strawberry, everything. So many triggers there, I can't even begin. <laughs> and we do have to be careful. We have to be mindful about what we're talking about because uh, we don't want to show disrespect to anyone who has shared an opinion with us because they've done it from their place of truth. And, you know, we always have to look at everything that happens. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so we we have to just be mindful. Let's discuss. Just be mindful, Renata. Let's unpack this. Oh, God. In a safe container. (sighs) You went there. I did. All right, so let's start off with good stuff. Our brand new location, the residence. Uh Uh-huh. Pretty boring, huh? (laughs) Oh, wow, didn't it go off? (laughs) It was the first time I think we've got to the end of a tour and I've looked at you to start wrapping it up and you were just standing there with your mouth on the ground watching everyone babble in excitement about everything that went down and 
It was you just for, couldn't talk. Yeah, because for a, a, a provider of an experience, that is just gold. It's gold to just stand there and to see the enthusiasm on everyone's face, the fact that they've just enjoyed themselves for the last couple of hours, that they really don't want to go home and, and you just go, oh. You're like, can't we this stay? Is... Can't we? And we actually gave them an extra half hour, forty five minutes. We just sort of yeah. kept going because it was so insane. Yeah, it was. It just felt really awesome. But really I mean, awesome. will it do that again next time we do it? Who knows? But it was pretty inspiring for the first results. I mean, we heard footsteps when we were doing our EVP sessions, and I was standing at the base of the stairs, and I was able to see. We're basically where everyone was. We had uh, people upstairs that were making sure everyone was seated. There was nobody in that building and there was footsteps. Mm. Oh, there were people in the building, but they're all seated. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> there were thuds, like yeah. someone had fallen over. Yeah, one of the, the staff thought that somebody had fallen over upstairs, or they thought it was downstairs, I think, but we were downstairs and we didn't hear it. Yeah. That's odd. And uh, Steve came out twice. He came out uh, another time to see where I was because he said he heard footsteps coming in to where he and his group were. So he he kind of turned around. He didn't see anything. And then he came back out um, into the hallway area and said, were you coming in for some reason? I've gone, no, I haven't moved from out of here. Yeah. So there was this stuff. And it was it was going on for the moment. Everyone sat down. And we started to do our introduction. We could already hear footsteps upstairs. So that was that was crazy. Yeah. It was really good. And we actually secretly uh, brought onto the tour the, the jail manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he wanted to remain incognito. And I'm so glad he didn't wear his high-vis vest this time. <laughs> <laughs> Looking very stylish, I must say. Uh, and uh, I think he... Uh, Oh, well, I can't say what I normally say. Oh, look, he, he, he had his mind Yeah, he, he, Let's just say he enjoyed himself. Yeah. yeah had, yep. a, had a good time. Um, and it allowed him to see how we would work the mm-hmm. tour um, or the experience in there so that he was sort of happy with the way everything was going. He was happy with the way people were interact- interacting, um, the flow of the, um, the experience and everything. So it was great to have him there so that he kind of could tick that box and go, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. This is good. And uh, the table went nuts downstairs when you're doing your table tipping yeah. and we had validating messages coming through on the Ouija boards and and I know some people go off about Ouija boards but they're just a tool it's how they're used and the intention of the people it's got nothing to do with the actual boards themselves um, that's one of my pet peeves uh, but the the good news is that the tour has now been approved there will be more dates going up so if you're interested in doing that keep an eye on the Maitland Jail website we also had a freaky photo that was taken uh, where one of our team members was standing with one of the guests they were taking photos and she went to review them straight away and there was something in there that they can't describe some Mm. boots Um, and the team member was standing with this person and nobody walked through that shot Mm. there was enough lighting so that it wasn't a low light uh, long exposure exposure Um, and there is boots and uh, the shadow of a torso yeah. So yeah, really, that, well, it it kind of doesn't throw a shadow. That's no. That's a really interesting thing, or the sh- or a shadow that I can notice. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's fabulous. It's fabulous. Yeah. 
Now, let's get on because we could just go on and on and on yes, about that one. Uh, we also, um, you know, we get reviews uh, for the work that we do uh, for some because we've got very many ghost hunting tours. And we did get uh, a review of a location. I'm not going to say which location it was, but it is one of the very historical locations. And I think sometimes people forget that these buildings locations are 100 200 years old and there is um buildings that you can only do so much to because if you clean too hard on them you can actually damage the original paintwork the original stonework uh the original structure uh so you have to be super careful um and, I mean, they, they can clean up a location uh, by, say, 4 p.m. on a Friday afternoon and by 9 o'clock that night something may have happened in with an animal in the location that may have done something, uh, making it untidy. So what's your thoughts on people who would write a review saying, you know, this place was dirty? They're very... It's very rare. Let's, let's say that. Very, it's, very rare. It's very rare. Most people understand that if you're going into a historic location, especially if you're going into a historic location for a paranormal investigation, then it's not going to be pristine, that all the lights aren't going to be on, that the stairs um, are all going to be at the same level, that there's going to be a lift uh, and all of the things that you would hope for, that there's going to be seating everywhere, all of that sort of uh, normal stuff that you would get um, because we just don't deal with those types of locations from a historic point of view, I mean, when we were in England, we were going into locations that dated back to the 1100s yeah. and none of the floors were level. Uh, we would sit at tables where you had to catch the plates before they slipped off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it was on an angle. Yep. Uh, there were toilets in the weirdest places, maybe up four flights of steps, and you had to sort of go in sideways to use it if you were lucky. All of these things are, add to the ambience as far as I'm concerned mm. in a place like that because you're going, I'm going into a place that dates back from the 1100s. What am I going to uh, expect and why would I expect a completely renovated internal area? That for me takes away everything. Mm takes away the soul of the place. But there are people who may be doing it for the very first time and they really don't know what to expect. So uh, just be prepared if you're going to come on a tour to a historic home that sometimes there will be no lift. Sometimes you may not be able to get into some of the areas depending on your level of ability. Sometimes, you know, the openings of doorways are tiny because people were smaller yeah. back then and you might have to go in sideways. Now, I have to go in sideways sometimes. I've put on a bit of weight, absolutely. Makes and, no difference to me. I'm the same width either way. And I have to go in sideways. And you know, I just have a giggle about that because it just reminds me that, yeah, I've got to do some more exercise. Oh. <laughs> Can we not talk about that? It depresses me. But, you know, it's it's these things that, um, you know, if, if you're a little bit prepared, if you put a little torch in your bag before you go, if you put some maybe some hand wipes in your bag. Mm, or hand because, sanitizer. Um, yes, there will be surfaces that have dust or are dirty. 
um, with, you know, layers of, of grime over time, mm-hmm. um, then, you know, you're a little bit prepared. If you go to the toilet before you come on a tour, um, you know, we're always going to try and make sure that there are amenities for people, but sometimes it's a little difficult to get to them. And one thing that we were going to mention is, um, you know, disability... Uh, accessibility. Op- accessibility yep. for people. Some of these places that we go to, again, were built two, three, four hundred years ago. And unfortunately, back then, if you had a disability, you did not go into those places. They did not make special conveniences for anyone in a wheelchair or, um, you know, ramps and things like that. It was very, very different times. And some of the buildings, because they're now heritage listed, can't have those additions done to them. They can't have those changes added to allow people with a disability to get to every single spot on a tour. It's important to us and it's important for us to remember to put that in in our descriptions so that we don't have people going, oh, but you didn't say I couldn't get in to see the whole tour. Yeah. That's one thing we have to be very, very wary of, and maybe we haven't done that as much as we could have, Mm -hmm. but I will be aware of it now more than anything else um, and add that in. But people do have to understand that you can't kind of knock down a doorway to make it bigger um, because you have to fit in a a wheelchair um, or add add a lift. The people that have uh, come in who have had disabilities have been freaking awesome. They've um, been very... Uh, mindful and they've they've said patient 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 Uh, and uh, and we've tried to give them other things to do it was the the non-disabled people that have made a comment about it Mm. yeah so we always try to like if we see someone who comes in on a wheelchair or um, with a walker or obviously having um, movement difficulties we'll go and speak to them and say look we do have a section where you're going to have to go up some stairs we can keep you downstairs if that makes you more comfortable but you can go up if you want to so we always try to talk to um, our mobility Mm. people and find out what they can do and what they are happy to do Mm. don't ever be afraid to go and talk to them they'd much prefer that you go and ask what can you do and we'll work with it than um, pretend they're not there and be embarrassed yeah so um yeah and look that goes for anyone anywhere around the world really anyone listening to this podcast uh you whether you're in england america in europe or in australia you will be uh, having to deal with this, being able to get into a location if you have some sort of a disability uh, or part of that location and understanding what you can do uh, and what's just impossible for the team to to help you with and assist you with. And better better understand that before you start than to get there with expectations of being able to do a whole tour and finding out that you can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, now, the other thing we're going to talk about is, uh, well, I mean, these two sort of go hand in hand, but let's let's um, deal with uh, when we have a tour, quite often we'll say to people who here thinks that they are a psychic or a medium or has seen a ghost. Um, now, normally if we say psychic or medium, most people won't put up their hand. But if you say have had an experience or have seen a ghost, we actually get loads of people putting up their hands. And what they don't realize is by the fact that they've had some sort of experience means that they are able to uh, see, sense, smell, 
the energies from the other side and that if nobody else has seen it, maybe just their ability and they don't even realise they've got an ability. Do you sort of get what I'm saying, Renata? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, like, it's like anything else. If you haven't seen something or witnessed something before, how do you know what that feels like or looks like? Um, you know, you can sort of presume that it's going to be something, but until you've kind of witnessed it yourself and gone, oh my gosh, that's what it is, um, your brain doesn't have anything to recognise. Um, and so if you have seen a ghost before or an apparition or whatever, um, then if you encounter something like that again, your brain will go, that's the same as what you encountered before, right? So you're recognising it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah. Uh, and... In saying that, now you are uh, you dabble in the psychic mediumship oh, world. Oh, dabble! You dabble. dabble. You're a dabbler. Yes. Now, one thing <laughs> I would I. never do. Let's go down this track. Oh, okay. Oh, let's do, oh, let's, let's go down this track. Put your big let's girls go down this track. On, guys. We're going I have for it. been um, on many tours all around the world. Yep. Yep. You have never heard me go into a site and go, "This place is shit. There's nothing here. Absolutely nothing here. We're wasting you have our afterwards. time." <laughs> I have afterwards. <laughs> I never have in front of people yep. on a public tour because I respect the fact that someone is giving it a real hard crack to mm -hmm. try and give people a really good time and they have no control over whether something is going to happen mm -hmm. or not. They're providing a venue. They're saying to you, go for it. We're going to do this, this and this. I'm going to tell you a bit about history, all of that sort of stuff. And the rest is up to me. I either enjoy what I get or I can stand there and make an absolute fool of myself and put my ego into play and go, I'm so fabulous. I'm going to say to you that I don't feel anything. Nothing is here. It's all a waste of time. Let's go home. So in, in saying that, I have made up my mind and I have made up everybody else's mind mm -hmm. for them. Yep. You put a nice big psychological yep. block. I've done it for them. Block. I'm telling them all. It's all shit. Yep. You'd never do that. No. That would be just so rude and so disrespectful for the people that are, are there. And a lot of the time there are volunteers there also giving mm -hmm. their, their time. Mm -hmm. um, I would never do that to anyone. Yes, no. we've walked away, gone into the car and sat down and gone, oh, geez, that was a load of crap. <laughs> 
but never in someone's face. I don't even think we've uh, rolled our eyes publicly on tour. No, we no, just, no, no, we'll, no, no. We'll just look at each other and smile and yeah. say, we'll talk back at the car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and try to have the best time. Like even, you know, we'll chuck a joke in. And I think whatever. it's only ever happened on overseas tours. It hasn't happened on any of the ones here in Australia. I have to say that. Mm. Um but yes, um, we have encountered, and it hasn't been just once, it's been once or twice mm-hmm. where um, people have announced through the main gates that um, they are very, very talented and that there is nothing here yes. and why bother? And you, and they've just paid for a ticket to come in yeah. and you go, why, why are you here? Are you here as a disruptor? Uh, are you here to give everyone else who has paid good money um, a real horrible start uh, to their evening. What What is your point? So, yeah, yeah that's, the, that's hard to do. The reality of this business is that uh, hauntings are spontaneous. There are many reported stories that on the 30th of June at midnight, this ghost will appear and, um, you know, uh, she's appeared every year. And uh, we've actually had parties based on that one. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. But we've never seen her, but we've had a lot of fun. Um, It is spontaneous. And spontaneous means you don't know when it's going to happen. It will just all of a sudden happen when you're not expecting it and may happen when we're not there. When there's nobody there that triggers whatever it is that makes it happen. And if if it was guaranteed, if you could say on the clock this will happen, like the, the geyser thing that blows up water at a certain time every day, you could go and study it. You could watch that pressure build up for that thing and see what happens when it goes off at that time. And you have done a scientific study and control conditions. We can't control the conditions in an investigation to make something happen. All we can do is give it the best opportunity with the knowledge and the tricks that we've learnt over the years to um, entice them to engage with us or to trigger whatever that action is. But it, it just, it's spontaneous. Mm. Yes. Uh, and everyone has a different experience as well. So yep. for some people, they might never see a ghost, but they'll feel something and they might think, well, that's rubbish because you're supposed to see ghosts. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Uh, some people will um, hear something and never see a spirit uh, or a ghost. You know, it's, it's just different for everyone. It's different for everyone and it's different um, for where your psychology is at that point in time, how you're feeling, you know, what your expectations were, what type of group you're with, uh, what the, the place is that you've gone to. I mean, we rem- I remember if we go back to um, some of the places we've been to in England, like, um, for example, the ancient Ram Inn, mm-hmm. um, or, oh, you, or, you're scarred from or, that one, aren't you? Or Chillingham <laughs> Castle. <laughs> and we're scarred from that one too, yeah. Where we paid a bucket load of money and we're, we're going, special. Yes, yes, we're going in, we're going to do this. And um, the whole evening was disrupted by another group who just literally stormed in and took over. Took over and, our spot. And we were just quietly sitting, doing our own thing and... <laughs> 
Next minute, they're coming in with cameras and lights and computers. And yes, and they're, they're doing a whole uh, live to the rest of the world and all of this sort of stuff. Oh, and, and they were sensing there was ghosts over there. There's the spirit of this and that and something else. They've gone, now, Renata, you're a medium. What are you picking up? She's gone, nothing. <laughs> That's the one oh, time I'm saying I did. nothing. <laughs> That's the one time I did say you nothing. Blocked a, <laughs> you blocked a big time, you cow. And I thought, like, that was an opportunity for you to join in and, and support their thing that they were doing. But no, no, oh, you've, oh, you've just pissed on my patch. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh, yes. So, um... <laughs> Much of that was because they had spent the last 30 minutes or so chasing every spot that we were trying to hide in to get some quiet time to be able to do our own investigation. And they'd turn up literally behind us and then all the lights would fly on. Yeah. Now, hold on, everyone. Hold on. We're, we're just about to go live. And we're sitting there going, Jesus, there's nowhere to hide in here. <laughs> We're in a huge castle. Yeah. Yeah. We thought the dungeon was going to be open, but it wasn't the dungeon dungeon. It was the little um, oubliette yeah. hole in a wall. <laughs> but yes. we made the most of it anyway. I had to go sit on my bed that night. It yeah. made me happy. But I mean, also, like, if you had, say, John Edwards, Lisa Williams, and yourself standing on the stage doing readings for the audience, all three of you there, and a spirit came through, would all three of you see that one spirit? Or would it just be that spirit's coming forward to talk to that medium? Um, it, yeah, so, I mean, possible. people may go into a location and go, I sense nothing. There are no spirits here. Mm. So um, I don't know why you're calling this a haunted location. And and that is that experience for that person on that night mm. doesn't mean next week will be not mm. haunted. Mm. Um, it doesn't mean that no one else uh, there is not going to have an experience. It just means that that person was shut down, blocked, uh, or that the spirits there chose not to talk to that psychic medium that night. So um, you, I think you have to be very careful about declaring, and it's it's happened to me with a site um, out of Newcastle uh, that they investigated one night and they supposedly did a scientific investigation, which means... They use scientific equipment. It's not a scientific investigation. A scientific investigation, you actually have to have under controlled, um, what do you call it? You have to have a hypothesis and um, how you're going to uh, run the investigation and what you're expecting to find in the investigation. You have to control the outside influences like traffic and people yelling and who's on the site. And you can't do an outdoor public location that you've hired for the night where there's traffic and noise going past yeah. and say it's a scientific investigation. It's not. And if they didn't get any ghosts that night, it was just, that's bad luck. That happens to us all the time. Yeah. We get no ghosts. I think uh, a lot of uh, people get really frustrated that um, what we do is so classified often as something that's rubbish that the, they try really really hard to present something that they think is going to be um, taken seriously yeah and we just we we're not there we just can't do that because science rubbishes most of the things that we talk about it's a pseudoscience so so. you know we I, i think we've got to get back to just that pure uh love of what we do rather mm-hmm. than trying to just keep proving stuff 
and calling it these scientific investigations because no one's going to take that seriously. No, and it's not doing the uh, industry any favours yeah. whatsoever because it's it's not scientific. Um, if you'd looked at parapsychology at all, you would know that um, what we're doing is dabbling. <laughs> and at, that's okay. At the best. That's they, okay. They would call that dabbling at the best. Yep. Um, there was some interesting um, uh, bits of information that came through this week on Higgy Pop. Now, oh, yeah. Higgy Pop is a site that is run by a gentleman over in England mm-hmm. and is probably one of the most popular sites in the world. And he put up some really in- interesting information. So if you want to look at some stuff, some extra stuff, um, go to Higgy Pop. Dot com um, and have a look at, at things that he says like you know five or six things that uh, all paranormal investigations should be aware of before they start investigating and that's the, some of those things are biases and mm-hmm. um, you know all, all of the stuff that we talk about I'm very guilty of confirmation bias <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes yes we've got we've still got a lot to learn but we, you don't want to get so screwed up in the whole thing that you start not liking it. You, you start mm. to not love what you do. We're all going out there to, to oh, you want to say, yeah, I want to prove something, but I don't. you also I want to have, want an, to have experience. an experience. You want to have, um, you know, get out of your comfort zone and experience something that maybe nobody else is experiencing. And, you know, I... I don't put much in the way of evidence up on our pages because people oh, weren't slammed. yeah people weren't there at the time so therefore they don't know the situation and and the setup and um, our controls that were in place but they're quite happy to slam it and say it's all bullshit or it's faked or I mean we yeah. just see that from the Isaac shows that we do mm. um, so I tend not to put the evidence up it's for me and for the people who are interested in it. Um, uh, I mean, I think we might try putting some stuff up again and we, we won't say it's evidence. We'll just say we caught this. What do you hear? Um, and we'll leave it open to people to mm-hmm. um, have their own experience by listening to things that we've caught. Yep. Um, and look, we want your advice. We need some help. Do we? We do. And, oh. and I'm just so flabbergasted and confused. Um what are we doing wrong on YouTube? Uh, our numbers really suck. Really, really <laughs> suck. Uh, on our videos for our trips away and uh, even on Diary of a Ghost Hunter and all this sort of stuff. I don't know what we're doing wrong. Um, if anyone out there in the uh, cyber world can give us some advice on how to improve our numbers or how to improve what we're doing, uh, we we would be grateful for your advice. You can email Anne, A-N-N-E, at ozparatech, O-Z-P-A-R-A-T-E-C-H.com and um, help us out. Let us know what we can do to improve. And I just cannot bring myself... To put those thumbnails up saying um, demon seen uh, in our video or um, possession of Renata or anything like that because it's just clickbait and it's bulldust and it pisses me off. So we need help. Oh, dear. Anyway. That, <laughs> that finishes... Diary of a Ghost Hunter. But we've got a big week, week coming up. We're heading off to Spooky Sundays to um, record our show tonight and our live show. Um, and I go on a cruise Friday week. So we're going to be filming two episodes with Isaac and Claire and recording three episodes of True Hauntings before I go on that cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, still uh, a big 14 days left. 
at 12. 12 days. Oh, all right, guys. Thank you so much because you guys are here with us. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for being here and supporting us. Um, you are our people. We'll be back next week with some more stories, but there will be the week after that that probably we won't be on because I'll be away. But we'll cross that bridge or the Charles Bridge of Prague, which is our latest True Hauntings, next week. Bye. Bye. 